This is the Human Up Podcast. My name is Victor Ung. If this is your first time being here, this is a podcast about developing emotional intelligence and how to use it to find mental clarity and to deepen our relationships with not only others, but within ourselves as well. I am a certified life coach and I talk a lot about personal development, psychology, how our minds work, and how to use our emotions in a more practical way and how to, how to use it productively and efficiently for, to create more fulfillment and meaning within our lives. I recently went through a bit of a quarter-life crisis myself, having worked half a decade in the tech industry, realizing that I wanted to have more impact and meaning within my work. I wanted to be able to provide more value for people themselves. Because what I've noticed being in the tech industry and even within myself as well is the fact that technology has progressed exponentially and the gap between people and technology is increasing so much so that humans are unable to keep up. We're seeing this as how it affects our mental health, our, our social abilities, our critical thinking and decision making. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that we've lacked the education around emotional intelligence, around developing this self-awareness about us and understanding our own core values, what we actually and truly care about for ourselves and within our own worlds, how to identify our strengths and to lean into our strengths or to set aside the ego and admit or embrace our weaknesses as well and to learn how to ask for help or to delegate those aspects. So enough of that intro. Uh, you can listen to my other episodes to dive in deeper into all of those other topics that I just mentioned. But for this episode, being a podcast about emotional intelligence, it's important to really dive in and to understand each of our emotions and what they mean for us as individuals. The way we feel and identify and respond to our emotions are subjective and it varies from human to human. You might respond to anger differently than someone else. And in the same token, they might respond to excitement differently than how you would. But interestingly enough, with technology connecting us and other humans from all over the world, where now we're sharing stories and, and sharing emotions and feelings and thoughts and creating works of art that expands our empathy and understanding of each other as humans, it's hard to sort through all of those different emotions. You know, you might be confused with how you really feel about a certain topic or situation because there's so many other people now contributing their own feelings and thoughts and opinions. At least this is what I've found within myself and within people I've interacted with, where I almost ask for someone else's thoughts or opinions, or I would hear what they feel about a certain situation before really identifying and really diving into how I feel about it exactly. And in the same token, sometimes we do need other people's perspectives in order to broaden our own understanding of how we feel about it as well. Maybe they can see something in a different light or to give you 
again, just that different perspective that will alter how you feel about something for the better. And that's what I aim to do in this episode. And and this is a bit of an experiment on my end where I've asked people within my network to share their story or experience with a specific emotion. And this episode is about excitement. So I've asked people what excites them, either personally, professionally, or within the world. And the idea is to be able to hear other people's perspectives around excitement, which can hopefully give you a better idea of what might excite you as well. So without further ado, we'll get into their stories right after a message from my sponsor. First off, thank you for being a listener of the Human Up podcast. I definitely have so much to say and express and all the things that I've experienced and observed throughout my life that I honestly have been cultured and, and kind of pressured to, to bite my tongue against. So I really love being able to use this platform and this medium as a podcast to do so. And it wouldn't be possible without Anchor.fm, which is the hosting platform I use to distribute this podcast. It's perfect for me right now because it's free and automatically distributes my episodes to all the different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. And the cool part is that there are tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So you don't even need any extra software or services to, to create the podcast. And you can even make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership by recording ads like this. So if you have a message to send and ideas to spread, definitely download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And who knows, maybe we can collab and create a, a podcast episode together. If you do end up creating one, you should definitely hit me up and, and we can do something there. With that, let's get back to the episode. So recently I have had um, a bigger spike in excitement levels in life, um, which I think is worth sharing because it's been really cool and I haven't always verbalized it. But basically, last spring, I graduated college with an IT degree and didn't know what I wanted to do with my life at all, 23 years old. Um, I moved back to Portland, which is where I'm from, and ended up getting a job, kind of a corporate job in a staffing firm. I was a recruiter for kind of high-level IT jobs and thought that that was kind of what my life had led up to. And I hated it. It just wasn't me. I didn't feel like I was myself there. I didn't get to wear what I wanted to wear and um, do what I wanted to do, even though I wasn't sure what that was yet. Um, but it just wasn't the right fit. But I had all these pressures in my head. Like I felt like I needed to um, kind of stick with this job just because that's what you do. You know, you graduate college and you get a nine to five job. And I was miserable. I fell into this <laughs> pit of depression. But I started looking into, <laughs> I would Google search, like, how to quit your job after three months. <laughs> and uh, looking back on it, it's really funny, but I was so serious at the time. I was looking for any way out of this. Like, well, how do I even do this? I don't know. You know, I it didn't even seem like a possibility. But I uh, ended up talking with my roommate who uh, has worked as an independent contractor for a while now. And she walks dogs and does pet sitting. And she's just happy. You know, she gets to create her own schedule. And she was always excited to go to work and excited because she had time for herself and to do her art and all that stuff. Um, and so I kind of decided I needed to quit my job. It had been three months. I was going to be one of those millennials. I had already put myself into this box. Um, but I 
finally, it was kind of like a little flame, like someone lit a match. And that was that kind of excitement that started growing. Um, Because for so long, I just hadn't felt enough. I didn't have time to do my music. I didn't have time to do um, to hang out with people I loved and and have time to sleep in and do things I cared about in life, um, volunteer at places. And yeah, the excitement kind of grew from there in terms of creating my own life. And I just hadn't felt like I'd done that before. I'd, um, I hadn't taken enough into my own hands, I guess, in life and kind of just taken risks and gone with it and all that stuff. Um, but the excitement was actually what led me to quit my job. And it was, there were a lot of other emotions there, um, being really nervous and feeling, you know, a little bit of like let down, feeling like I'm going to let other people down or myself down. But I was so excited at the prospect of freedom. It's like when you're in school and you see like the light at the end of the tunnel, the light of summer vacation. (laughs) Um, And I remember the day that I quit, it was hard. There were so many emotions in it. And then I got into my car and just every feeling, every piece of tension in me was released. And I was just pumped. I was so excited. I had the windows down. I think it was raining outside, but I was so excited about life. I got home. I made lists. I um, created like all these possibilities of what jobs I should apply for now and what I can do. Should I do a part-time? Should I um, try and get into teaching? Should I do all this stuff? And I guess it was just suddenly I realized how many possibilities were out there. And that to me was like pure excitement. But yeah, that's that's sort of my excitement. This is Bob from Metal and Mortgages podcast. Excitement is an emotion that I've been very interested in here for quite some time. I've been analyzing it myself a lot just for my own benefit for, I would say, at least the last decade. I'm 48 years old. And when I was a teenager, I was diagnosed by three separate neurologists in three different states, none of which knew about each other's diagnosis with Tourette syndrome to explain a speech problem, a horrible stutter that I had as a teen. Well, as a, from about five years old and, and I kind of contained it, I would say in my, my late twenties, early thirties, I kind of got a grip on it and was able to maybe 95% fluent speech. So when you talk about excitement, I had that excitement when I was in school. I had that kind that teacher's going to call on me next to get in front of the class and give a report. Or when they would go around the room, they would go desk to desk in rows, reading a paragraph from a book. And when the student that was in front of me was reading, I knew it was my turn next. So therefore, I would get that kind of excitement. But that's a negative excitement. And that is really the only excitement that I can recall ever going through. I get that negative or or anxiety style excitement, like when a wasp gets in my face. Um, I'm terrified of wasps. Have no idea why. Uh, whenever it's there's an opportunity or a potential for a confrontation that could get physical, I get that kind of excitement. I get that you know adrenaline rush, like the bad kind, the kind that you begin to shake. I get that kind of excitement. Now, when you're talking about happy, fun joyous excitement, I honestly, and this is sad, I honestly cannot remember a time when I have felt that. I have bought brand new Corvettes. I have 
ordered many guitars or toys that as a grown man, I, I'm, I really want that and I'll order it. And there it is on the doorstep and I pull in the driveway and there it is. And a porch pirate didn't get it. I think I'm more excited, I guess you'd say, that a porch pirate didn't take my stuff than I am that the item actually showed up. I don't, I'm like, yeah, cool. I finally got that Corvette I wanted. Cool. And I've thought, well, maybe winning the lottery or, or something absurd like that would make me feel excitement. I have replayed it over and over in my head. And I just think that if I won the lottery or, you know, something of that nature, I would just more or less just breathe a sigh of relief than jumping up and down, clicking my heels together. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I just really feel that I lack that gene or that chemical in the brain that allows me to feel joyous excitement. Now, I'm, I'm not depressed or manic depressive or downtrodden or anything like that. I'm actually, uh, I'm pretty good. You know, I'm cool. And I've asked the wife, I'm like, well, throw out some scenarios where you might get excited. And the wife was like, well, you know, what about when, when your friend calls you up and like, Hey man, we're having, having a little get together uh, Friday over at my place. Uh, you know, so-and-so is going to be there. All of our friends are going to be there. My, you know, knock back some beers, throw some barbecue on the grill. I don't get excited for that. I mean, I'm interested. I'm like, yeah, that, that sounds cool. All right. Yeah, get to hang out with the boys. But I'm not, oh boy, oh boy. Finally, I get, I get some fun time. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. I'm sure that there's others like myself. I hope that there aren't, but I'm sure that there are who just, I don't think I'm capable of of excitement. I have discussed this briefly on my own podcast. I've asked my co-host, uh, Derek about just that. He's like, yeah, man, I get excited. You know, when I win, when I like, I won tickets to go see tool, man, it was really cool. I was like, yeah, great. I just be like, cool. Give me my tickets. Thanks. See ya. Hey, I'm Carolina Flores. I'm a career coach and what a great question. Well, there are definitely levels to excitement. If we're talking about the extremely upbeat, like I got to dance it out energy. Well, those are very amazing yet fleeting moments. But there's another kind of excitement that isn't that high that I actually tend to be in a state of because I have a very fun, joyful, playful energy. So I find that as long as I'm in my flow of expression, I can maintain my excitement it's a balance of being in movement and staying in the flow of my energy while I'm in the midst of my creativity, of doing, being, collaborating, I stay excited. And of course, hearing good news. <laughs> but I'm human and life moves and everything changes, including our emotions. So I can be in a focused place that isn't exactly excited, which is good. But if I'm not either in a focused or excited place, then what gets me back into excitement is upbeat dancing, music, and even ideas. I have to admit, though, diet and exercise have so much to do with keeping our energy levels at a good spot and also resting and self-care because we want to stay in that higher, higher place. But also each of us has our own personalities and our own energy. So it's all important to explore. And I'm looking forward to exploring all of these different emotions. Thank you. What's up, Victor? What's up, guys? My name is Christian Lopez. I am a former professional athlete turned life coach and motivational speaker and now pretty soon a podcaster. Um, so thanks, Victor, for this awesome question and this opportunity to share a little bit about me and my story. So 
The question was, what makes me excited, either personally, professionally, or in the world? I would never thought, I would have never thought a couple years ago that I'd answer this question this way, but growth. Growth is what excites me right now. I used to be the type of person who kind of just wanted an easygoing life, never, never wanted any drama, any conflict. I just wanted smooth sailing for the rest of my life, whatever that was. I didn't want to face any adversity, no, no failure, none of that stuff, just smooth sailing. But I found that that's pretty boring. You know, that's pretty boring if you're living the rest of your life, not really changing, not having to adapt, not having to learn new things. Because if you just pretty much stayed the same throughout the throughout your entire life for the rest of your life, how how fun would that be? It wouldn't be. Yeah, maybe you might avoid some failures and some heartache, but at the same time, you'd avoid uh, you'd avoid some excitement and some growth and learning and, and new adventures and all that stuff. So as as scary as growing and learning and facing your fears might be, there's also a real, real opportunity of exciting stuff, of becoming the best possible version of yourself, of doing amazing things, of impacting other people's lives. So to answer that question, what makes me excited is growth, continuing to grow myself personally, individually, in my marriage, in my career, in all aspects of my life, and not being the same person I was yesterday, just changing, evolving, and growing. Thank you. You know, when I look around at most people in this society these days, I don't see a lot of excitement going on. So we can do a couple of things to uh, share and spread that excitement. Excitement is contagious. That's what I've learned. And so is complacency and apathy and boredom. And one thing I learned from a good friend of mine a long time ago, we would, we would drive down the streets and she would see something like a squirrel crossing the road or a cat sitting on the sidewalk looking at birds in the trees or a three-legged dog walking with its owner. And she'd go, oh my God, hey, look at that. What's he doing? What's he doing? What's that bird doing? Why is he in the road? And I just always felt like that excitement that I saw in her was like this beautiful childlike thing. And it, it started to uh, rub off on me. And so when I'm driving down the road now, even when I'm by myself, I find myself doing that. Hey, oh my God, what's that cat doing? Look at that bad cat. Ooh, look at those bad dogs over there. I think that what really excites me is seeing how much people accomplish and how passionate they are about their goals. I think it's really amazing to see where like people are changing work cultures or being such a positive influence on, you know, their relatives or on other people or being a really positive impact. I feel like that really excites me. And that's really exciting to see, especially in a world that's so negative and, and, kind of focus on that negativity and you know we need some good some more good in this life you know thank you so much for listening to this episode on excitement and thank you for all of my guests for providing their own story and perspective on excitement as well i really enjoyed connecting with each of you to dive into what excites you and and to get that story out of you and I guess that means I should share what excites me as well. What excites me is the the fact that mental health and emotional well-being is less of a taboo. It's less of a 
you know, hush hush topic that people aren't willing to talk about. I'm I'm excited for the type of conversations that that we're all willing to have with each other. I'm excited for the vulnerability that people are willing to express. I'm excited for people to embrace every part of being human, both positive and negative. You know, to embrace not only the highs but the lows of our lives. To almost accept that, you know, life is meant to be a roller coaster in a way. So rather than numbing ourselves and and keeping ourselves at a at a neutral state, take risks, be uncomfortable, seek discomfort, you know, and and be willing to step into the unfamiliar. I'm excited for how technology is going to help us in doing that, which I think we have still a long ways to go.、Um, But as people become more cognizant of mental health and emotional well-being, and、um, you know, being able to address these deeper issues, people are going to become a lot more mindful with their technology use and how to use it with intention, so that the technology is not going to take away from our lives, but become a tool that will assist us in becoming the best version of ourselves. So I'm excited for that, and it's going to require a lot of teamwork and collaboration for us to come together in both the development of technology and the education around technology use and mental and emotional health, and how they can work together to promote each other rather than distract or disrupt. So thank you again for listening, and thank you to my guests for providing their stories as well for this episode. I hope we can all maintain this excitement and to keep the momentum going as we continue our day to day. And I hope this helps you in finding what excites you as well, what keeps you going, what keeps you motivated, and and waking up every morning. If and when you do find that out, I do want to hear about it. Don't be afraid to reach out and send me a message on Facebook or Instagram. Or you can send me an audio message through this podcast at anchor.fm/victorong/message. Otherwise, you can subscribe to my newsletter to stay up to date and connected with me at victorong.com/subscribe. Doing so, you'll also get a free PDF download of the 11 exercises that I've collected to improve and jumpstart your own emotional intelligence journey. And if you're interested in working with me and partnering in your own personal development and to increase your emotional intelligence on a one-on-one coaching basis, you can check me out again at victorong.com to learn more about my life coaching services, where you can schedule a free 45-minute call for us to get to know each other and if it makes sense for us to to work together. So again, all of that at victorong.com. And I really appreciate you being here and for listening. Thank you for your support. Talk to you next Monday.